Hey guys, I'm Ryan Turner, your registered dietitian here to fuel you controlling and overcoming binge eating, improving performance and supporting your body composition goals. Remember that if it's working for you, your health, your mindset and your definition of success, no one deserves to tell you different. You do you fuel you. Hey, today I'm really excited because I, I have someone here that, um, that I've known for a long time and I've been really glad that I've met this person. Um, this is Ruben, Ruben Ingber. Um, I've worked with him uh, professionally in the past, but just we've communicated so many times just on a friend to friend personal level. Um, and he is just a breath of fresh air, to be honest with you, um, from, you know, being uh, what I know as a as a father and a runner. Um, he's someone that you just would really want to have in your circle. But I don't want to go too deep there. I'll let Ruben introduce himself. Um, but uh what I want to do first, Ruben, before we kind of get into things, and I've been asking all people this, which I think is really fun, because I think it's a great way to kind of introduce yourself, is uh, if you weren't able to really use words or be in front of someone and you wanted to introduce yourself, but you're going to introduce yourself through a meal, uh, one that you cook or you kind of bring us out to a meal, but something that would really kind of show us your personality, kind of who you are. Um what kind of meal would that be? Um, okay, so the meal would be, I think it would have to be really good pizza. Nice. Yeah, I'm already, uh, in, I'm already into this. Uh, like, I really enjoy pizza. I think it's delicious. I think it's just like an easy, comfortable food to eat. Um, and I try to be an easygoing and comfortable person to be around. So, <laughs> uh, you know, like I try to like do that. And also like, Pizza could be formal. It could be fun. It could be anything. So that's great. I love this. No one's actually given pizza as an answer yet. And even when I've given my answer, it wasn't pizza. And I'm like surprised that it wasn't. I'm not unhappy that it wasn't, but I'm surprised. I think that that is, I think, the most amazing thing. I love that. Um, is there anything on this pizza? Uh, no, I'm a simple pizza eater. I like that. Okay. Got it. So we're doing cheese pizza. We don't know the setting, but it could be anything depending on yeah, the day. Exactly. Um, but overall we're happy and we're enjoying it. That's exactly. what it is. Nice. I mean, man. have you ever sat down to pizza, even bad pizza and not enjoyed it? No. Cause you eat it. Like I think back now, like, and I think it depends on, <laughs> I think it depends like maybe what stage of life you're in because like Elio's pizza, like growing up, right. You'd make that. And like, looking back now, it was horrible. Right. And but in the moment, it was, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like pizza, pizza can meet you where you're at. And I think that's important. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good too. Um, and Ruben, if somebody wanted to maybe find more, uh, more about you, cause I think that I, you know, the things that I, I want to talk about here, um, people might want to, uh, just kind of see more about you. Where could someone kind of find more about you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and my username is my name. So Ruben Ingber, uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, you can find me there. Awesome. So that's where we'll send people. Um, and let me just ask you this, you know, you've introduced yourself as a meal. We know where to find you. Um, but what do you do now? We were kind of talking about before, what do you do now, um, as a professional? So I'm a software engineer at insider, which owns businessinsider.com and insider.com and marketsinsider.com. Um, and I do a bunch of work on their websites and, apps and stuff like that. 
Awesome. Which I think is so important because what I want people to do is know that, you know, we're meeting and then we'd eat pizza if we were all together. Um, but I think that the more important thing is that um, the reason why I really wanted to talk with you and share a conversation with people is because I define you as a runner. And maybe I should ask you, do you define yourself as a runner? Yeah, definitely as a runner <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Got it. I've always known you as a runner and I always asking, okay, like, you know, what is, what is something I can do for my health? What's something I can do, you know, if it's body composition focus or whatever it's going to be, but what can I do? And sometimes people want to like, like, I want to, I just want to run more. Like, what do I do? Like, what is, like, what does running culture mean? And if I'm explaining it, I have my own way of saying it. But as I told you before, you know, if I were to, you know, turn someone um, that's asking about running, if I were to give them someone's name, you would, you would be definitely, uh, you know, within that top five, if not top two, if not the person that I would kind of turn someone to because of how active you are within running culture. Um, and I wanted you just to be able to talk about that just a little bit more. Is that, is that all like, does that sound right? Do you feel like I'm kind of hitting on? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, so I've been running now, it's gotta be, over 10 years. And if you looked at me back in middle school, where you had to do the presidential fitness challenge and run a mile, um, he would have said, this guy will never run a day in his life because I hid. So I wouldn't have to finish the mile because I couldn't finish the mile in the time period that you were required to do it. Um, and so I've been running now. I started running when I lived in DC for a short period of time. And then when I came to New York, um, I really got into it a lot more. Um, and the running culture in the city is so amazing. There are clubs and groups and runs basically every day of the week and every, almost every time of the day, you know, like there's a whole crew, there's a whole set of crews that run in the morning. There's a whole set of crews that run in the evening. Um, and I, I mean, I, I have found runs in the middle of the day if I need to. Um, so yeah, I think running has become a part of who I am. And um, there's so much in the city that has helped that along. Yeah, for sure. And I think what I'd love is to, uh, and maybe there's not like a true definition of this. And I think you're starting to get into it. The difference between like just somebody who runs, and there's nothing wrong with that, but somebody who just kind of goes out for their jog, goes out for their runs, goes out for their miles versus the running culture in new york city does that make sense like that there, yeah 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 that there would be a difference between those two things yeah i think there's definitely a difference like and i think over the past 10 years i think i've like i've experienced both sides of that um mm-hmm. you know when you run by yourself or you run just for fitness you know just for your general fitness or whatever you know you go out you know you run three miles or what have you um that's definitely one type of running but there's a certain, you know, I'm a member of a team here in the city called Streets 101. We run, uh, we host runs Tuesday mornings, Tuesday nights in Central Park, Thursday mornings in Central Park, and then Saturday long runs. Um, And being a part of that has totally changed the way I see myself as a runner and totally changed the way I I work out and everything else. Like I work with a team. I, um, I like I go out, I have specific workouts that I'm doing. I have uh, specific training plans that I'm following and goals and stuff like that. So um, I think once you join a running team in the city, it really helps you sort of define yourself as a runner and like sort of like see what the opportunities there are in the city 
And the teams in the city, there is a, I believe there's a team for everybody um, in the city. There are some teams that are like super casual, like um, there's a group of runners called Run and Chug where they run, I think it's Wednesday nights and they <laughs> run to a bar every, yeah. every Wednesday night. They pick it up a bar and that's what they run to. Um, and then there's Streets 101 that's a little more formal. Like we have practices and we have coaches and everything else like that. And then there are other clubs like Central Park Track Club, which is, you know, building uh, Olympians, um, which is, you know, great. And everybody's a part of it. We all, we compete against each other through New York Roadrunners. Um, we also like support each other through different community runs and opportunities. I love that. Yeah. So um, I think those different tiers of groups and, you know, being able to come in because I, you know, there's a lot of people that want that I, that I, I talk to and they want to get active and, you know, some of these hit classes that they have in the city, it's not really right for them. They're not really ready for it and they want to run, but maybe they're thinking I'm not the most social person. I don't really want to be on a team. So it sounds like, you know, they can go out for their runs. I think one thing is that, you know, if we want to be consistent in what we're doing to, you know, see results of any kind, doing it over and over and over is great, but sometimes people just need that little bit of a, of a push. They need that little bit of a community. They need a little bit of, you know, support from others. So it sounds as if, you know, if someone wants to go do, do their miles on their own, by all means do it. Um, and before we hit record here, Ruben, I know we were talking about um, kind of where we sit in, you know, being social, if we're, um, you know, someone who is more outgoing or more introverted, and I think that you kind of put yourself in kind of this in-between area. So it's not as if like you're approaching, maybe I should ask you this. How do you see yourself from that social aspect of kind of getting into like these running groups? So when I first started looking for a running group, it actually took me a long time. I tried out a few um, and they just weren't right fits for me. Like I would get there and I just didn't feel, first of all, where I was at a pace, the group wasn't there and they weren't very some of them weren't as inclusive as others, which, you know, that's another conversation we can have. Um, but what I found was, is I started going to group runs out of a running store in the city called Jackrabbit, which is now Feed Fleet, I believe. Um, and those I found to be very inclusive and I felt them to be a very good starting point um, for a runner. First of all, it attracts runners that aren't necessarily part of any team or some are on teams, they come to that also. Um, and I met a group of people there and that group of people, uh, started forming streets one one. Um, and when that happened, that's how I joined streets one one. Like I kind of just like followed the path there, um, which I thought was great. Um, so I think that's a really great place to start. And also like, if you're looking to just start running and you you're like, I don't even know where to go. And like, you've hit the treadmill or you've gone outside and you've tried to run a block and you're completely out of breath. I can't, uh, I can't endorse more any couch to 5k program, um, which you can go to, you go online and Google couch to 5k, you can go to the app store, and check, uh, search for couch to 5k and you'll find something. I think that that's how I got into running 10 years ago. Um, incredibly overweight and unhappy about it. Um, and I, uh, started running with that. It is probably the simplest way to get started in my mm -hmm. opinion. And, they're usually they're either 10 or 12 week programs that the goal is to get you from sitting on the couch to running a 5k. Um, and the best way to do it, in my opinion, is to find a, a 5k that's like 10 weeks out or whatever and start 10 weeks before and do the program and run the 5k. You have a goal, you can follow the plan and the plans are usually pretty simple. They involve a lot of walking at the beginning. 
which is such an odd feeling because you're like, I want to be a runner. Why am I running for a minute and then walking for four minutes, you know? Um, because you're just getting started. You're just learning how to do it. And I believe that from there, you can really build up. And I, I can be honest with you, I went from there to 10Ks, to half marathons, and now I've done marathons as well. Um, yeah. So I think it's really the best way to get started. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and yeah, I've I've always turned to I think Hal Higdon's website, you know, for almost anything, but I've also seen the apps that you're kind of talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean so, Hal Higdon has a couch to five K program for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um and so so I hear you how what why why ever someone wants to get moving, it's just something that they want to do. It sounds like there's an entry point for almost anyone. And that's a great, you know, uh, starting point that you kind of mentioned right there. Um and you know, why are we, I guess I'm backtracking on this question. Why would somebody want to move themselves from couch to 5k, you know, just starting running? Why would they want to put themselves with streets 101 or why would they want to, you know, put themselves with a more intense group or less intense group? Why do you think that would help them? So I think like once, once you have gotten into the sort of rhythm of running and I don't, you don't have to start there. You could come straight to streets. I want to, 101 on a Saturday and run with us. That's totally fine. Um, but once you get into this rhythm and you're like, oh, like I really like running and you want to get better at it or you want to get faster at it. Well, and getting faster does not equate with getting better in my opinion, but mm -hmm. you want to get, if you want to become a better runner, um, the best way to do that, in my opinion, is to do it with other people. Um, because even today, like when I run on my own, I don't run as strong as I do when I am with my team. Like, it's just a fact. Um, and also like you have other people to sort of, you know, if you're having a bad day and let's say, let's say you're running nine thirties and that's like, you know, nine 30 per mile. And that's like your, that's like your pace and whatever. And you're having a bad day, just in general, you know, if you have somebody else that you're running with that also runs a nine 30 and they're focusing on the pace or whatever, and you're just moving, you can just like run and not have to think about anything and they handle the pacing, et cetera. So I think that's a bonus of it. I think the camaraderie of it is really important. I mean, you know, a few years ago before the pandemic, I, um, I ran the New Jersey marathon and the whole team went out to Jersey um, to race. Um, and there were a bunch of races on the day. There was the half marathon, the marathon, and then a marathon relay. And we had, I'd say like half a dozen half marathon relay teams. And I was the only person running the full marathon. Um, and the best part of this whole day was the fact that at every checkpoint for the relay, I knew people were there. Um, so they would cheer me on. And then also at the end of the day, when I finished, everyone else had finished earlier because they were in the relay or they did the half. So everybody was at a bar already. And we, I get to the bar and it's the only time I've ever gotten a standing ovation in my life, except for my wedding. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, it was, you know, like a very cool feeling. And I think as adults, especially you don't get those sort of like camaraderie feelings as much. Um, yeah you know, or camaraderie moments, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so I think that's like a really great aspect of it. Um, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So it's, you know, keeping up with pacing, becoming a better runner, but it sounds like even just probably just being able to be consistent or, you know, have someone to keep you accountable a little bit. Right. Um, I love, I love what you said about, uh, pacing. You can just kind of show up and let someone take care of the pace. Cause sometimes that's like the most, you know, mentally exhausting thing is like, you know, trying to keep up with your pace or slow down your pace. Right. Yeah. Um, it's also, it's one of those things that's sort of like, if you join like a CrossFit gym or another gym or whatever, 
like another like group training program and you're like, you walk in and somebody already has the plan of what you're going to do. And that's so much easier to do than walking into your planet fitness or New York sports club where you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Yeah. Um, so I think that's like the other benefit of it. It's like, they're like when we have workouts on Tuesdays and Thursdays, like you, you get there and you're told like, okay, we're running three by five minutes at 10 K pace or three yeah. by five minutes at six effort at a six level of effort for arguments. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of like, it ends up just, you know, just set it and forget it. It sounds, it sounds so easy. That would, that would make me want to run with a group instead of by myself. Um, which I personally, I tend to do things by myself, which I'm not saying is the greatest thing. Uh, so, um, that's huge. What, what kind of, um, what kind of person, are you finding are, are in these groups? And I'm sure there's many of them, but, you know, is there kind of an overlap or, you know, is it that dispersed in terms of, you know, different personalities, but what kind of people would you find in these groups? I think you're looking, I think for the most part here at, I can only speak to like my group that I'm at. Um, there we're all, everybody's, you know, full-time workers uh, you know, have full-time jobs and full-time lives. Um, and then, you know, they're runners as a part of their, as a part of their bio. So like, if you looked at most of these people's like Instagram bios or whatever it might say, like for me, it's like software engineer, dad, husband, runner. Um, not necessarily in that order, but whatever. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, like that's, yeah, being a runner is a part of who they are. Um, and then, you know, we have, the term runner, I think is people think like, Oh, to be a runner, you have to run fast or to be a runner, you have to run far. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case, especially with us. Like, that's not the case. Like if you have two feet and you're moving forward, well, let me rephrase that. If you're, if you're doing any, if you're doing any form of running, whether it's, you know, as long as you're like propelling yourself forward with some type of feet, you're yeah. a runner. Um, and, uh, I think that's like the most important thing. Like we don't, uh, from, from my perspective, like we don't care if you're running 12 minute miles or you're running six minute miles, like it's fine. You're a runner. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. That's that's. I think people need to hear that too. It's like, you know, you, you are going to define yourself. It's the same thing as someone who wants to be a reader, right? What is, what does a reader mean? So reader mean, you know, a book a week, does it mean one page a night? Right. So uh, I think we need to kind of, compare ourselves to what we really want to see. And if you want to be a better runner or run more then do that. But I think from what you're saying, it's sounding like, and I know you're speaking specifically about your, uh, your group, right. Uh, but it sounds very inclusive. It sounds like there's people that aren't just runners. It sounds like there's people that are living lives, right. Professionals in the city, they're busy, they're dealing with other kind of things. I know you have your amazing son and, um, you're an amazing husband. So it's not as if you're not juggling other things around you. Uh, so, you know, think that's, I think people want to hear that, right. The culture that's being driven here is good. And I'm sure the people that are going to be in, um, you know, the central, uh, the other run clubs, right. Might be more intense or less intense or, you know, have less things on their plate or more things on their plate, whatever's kind of going on. Um, do you, do you find that within the running culture or running in general, is there anything I kind of want to ask, like, do you find that there's something that people struggle with? Um, and then do you find that there's something that people do to, 
uh, succeed more in their pursuit of either starting, becoming a runner, or becoming a better runner from your standpoint? What do you think? Yeah. I think for me, I'll, I'll go from my, my personally, my thing is like, um, is just, especially like I, I'm like, I consider myself a solid middle pack person. Like I run nine minute miles roughly for most races, you know, that's sort of like my half marathon 10 K paces in that area. So, um, for me, it's a time thing. Um, you know, like for me to go, like, for me to go out and train for a marathon for everyone's sake, which includes, you know, 18 mile runs and 20 mile runs, you know, those are three hours, three and a half hours. I don't have that kind of time anymore. Um, like you said, I have a son. Um, so like I have made it a point to say like, I am running half marathons right now. That is like my season. I know that I can do the training for it. I know I can focus on it. I really think I can make progress on it. Um, so I think for a lot of people, it's a time, uh, constraint. Um, and then I think the other thing is that, um, like there are great places to run in this city, but there are also places that it's very difficult to run. Um, so like if you happen to live north of 50, you know, if you live north of, let's say 34th street in Manhattan, between 34th street and let's say 110th street on either side of the park, you have great running. You can get to central park within probably about a mile or so. And then you have a six mile loop that you can do as many times as you can or want. Um, and then you can break that loop down into a four mile loop, into a three mile loop, into a five mile. Like there's, you could cut it so many ways. If you live on the West side of Manhattan, any part of it, you can get to the West side highway. It's great. It's a great place to run. But if you, you know, like I live in Rigo park, Queens and, <clears throat> there are decent places to run around here, but it's definitely, you know, you to find that spot is a little hard. So I think that come, that definitely plays a role in it. Like finding the place that you want to run that you're comfortable in, you know, some people like I run in the street, some people don't find that comfortable. Some people will only run in a park. Um, and I think those are like two big things that people struggle with mm -hmm. uh, in the city is time and uh, location. Um trying to think, remember the rest of the question i'm sorry I lost you know it was just going to be like who have you found that you know and i guess succeeding would be something that's kind of subjective um but before i i, I like what you said about you know uh locations because i'm sure that being part of a group one people can tell you to go you know other places to run i'm sure it kind of opens up your mind though right because just like someone's forcing um Forcing. I think if someone's guiding your pace, right. And you're kind of like put in that position, like, okay, I'll get it done. Just like if someone says, Hey, show up here for your run. Well, yeah, I will. And you would have never thought about running there. Right. Well, like, you know, New York city, everyone thinks like, Oh, we're this, like the city that never sleeps. It's a metropolis, you know, whatever. But do you know that like you could run 12 miles from Brooklyn and hit, uh, and hit far Rockaway and sit on a beautiful beach and finish your run. Uh, you can start in Prospect Park and run, I believe it's, I think it's like 12 miles, if I remember correctly, and you hit the beach. Okay. It's amazing. Most people won't think that. Or um, you can also do that run in Queens. You can run 11 miles, you can run 11 miles from my front door in Queens and hit the beach. Um, it's great. Um, and those are two places I've never run. I've never thought of running. Also never thought of running in Van Cortlandt Park in the Bronx. Like I've never done that before in my life until I joined a run club. I would never yeah. have thought of there. You know, like I wouldn't, I barely knew it existed. Um, did you know that you go like north of the George Washington Bridge on foot 
to beautiful views of the Hudson River. Like I'm talking gorgeous. Like I would never would have gone up. Not that I never would, I never would have had the opportunity to go up there because I probably wouldn't have gone on my own. Like on my own, I would have, like wanted to find somebody to do it. Now I have people to do it with. Yeah. So it's almost like experiencing the city, right? You're oh, like yeah. seeing more of it and it's opening your mind up a little more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't travel as much as I wish I did, but like one of the first things I try to do when I travel, if I can, is go for a run in whatever city I'm in. So it's like one of the best ways to slowly see the world around you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's such a great statement, man. I completely believe that people have like businesses, like what, uh, like running tourism almost. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's something to do. Um, I, I did want to come back to, are there, are there, um, things that kind of overlaps you see in people, maybe not succeeding in terms of pace or, you know, winning in any way, but people that are getting into this running culture and they are really happy with it or the type of people that are there that seem to kind of be really consistent with it. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of people are goal oriented. I think that's like a natural thing, um, not both in and outside of the running community. So a lot of people do like sign up for races and stuff like that. Not even not because they're going to win a race, but because that like gives you something to work towards. So you know, in January, February, and March, a lot of people in the city are working towards the New York City Half Marathon, um, which you know starts in Prospect Park and finishes in Central Park typically. Um, after that, people in the city, a lot of people are starting to gear up for the Brooklyn Half Marathon. These are all races sponsored by New York Roadrunners. Um, and the Brooklyn Half Marathon also starts in Prospect Park, but finishes down in Coney Island. Um, then the summer hits after that. And people are, you know, people are running a lot in the summer. But, you know, the heat and humidity definitely, uh, my team likes to call the heat and the humidity the poor man's altitude. It gets you ready, for, gets you ready to run harder in the fall. Um, and then, you know, from there, people are, you know, a lot of people are gearing up towards marathon season uh, in the summer and into the fall um, because you have, I mean, now you have, I think it's like Berlin, then London, then New York, then Chicago, then New York as like four major marathons um, that happen pretty, uh, you know, pretty quickly over a few weeks. Um, and then there are tons of other races going on. Um, in the fall and spring, you know, in the fall and early winter, mm-hmm. um, like through till December. So like I'm, I'm gearing up now and I'm training for the Philadelphia half marathon, which is the Saturday before Thanksgiving weekend. Um, and they also have a marathon that day, that weekend also. And then, I mean, there's tons of races in the city. So I think like, that's like one of the big things is people are very goal oriented and like running because there's so many opportunities to test your fitness as a runner by signing up for one of these races and being like, okay, like, I ran a 5k six months ago in 34 minutes. And this year, I'm this time, six weeks from now, I'm going to try to run it in 33 minutes for argument's sake. I'm just using random numbers. Uh, but, uh, I think those, those like, it like drives you to, you know, it's, it's like with anything, like when you have a goal, first of all, you're like, when you have a deadline, you have like these, you know, innate things that force you to work harder or work towards it. Um, because you want to show up. I think the two, like the two best things you could do to, or two other good things you could do as a runner is, and that you want to get better is like sign up for a race and then tell people you've signed up for a race. Oh, sure. you, and it's like, you've signed up for it. So you've done it. Now you've told people you've done it. So you have to, you actually have to do it. That's actually how I ran a marathon. The okay. first time um, was I entered a contest to get a spot in the New York city marathon after I volunteered one year. And I like wrote my email on a piece of paper and never thought anything of it. And then I got a spot. I was like, oh, wow, I got a spot. Maybe I'll run it. And then I told somebody about it. And they're like, well, you have to run it now. 
I was like, well, I guess so. And I did it. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like burn the boats a little bit in a way, I guess that's kind of aggressive with, you know, that statement what you should share. You're just telling someone you're in a race, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, gotta put up or shut up at that point. Right. Um, but I think most people who sign up for a race, I think the interest is like, let me see if I can actually do this right now. Right. And it's, I think it's almost, you tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like it's not so much about the pace sometimes. It's like, can I just go that far? Right. Will my body actually like survive that? Um, do you, do you, do you find that that's the reason most people are running or why, you know, for the races or, um, are there other reasons that you found within your own circles? Yeah. I think people run for a lot of reasons. Some people run to get faster or to get better. Um, some people run just for the pure mental health benefits of it. Um, mm-hmm which is a big reason why I train in general. Like it's, uh, you know, my wife will say like, if I haven't run in a couple of days for whatever reason, life gets in the way, she'll she might say to me, Ruben, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to go have a run because (laughs) I I can't stand you anymore. Um, And so I really try to prioritize it in that way. Um, So there's that, the racing, the mental health benefits, you know, the physical benefits, um, they're like all there are studies that say like if you run you're less likely to have heart attacks and all this other stuff which is great um obviously and uh some other some people do just for the camaraderie and you know the friendships that they make on the run um you know like i i run in queens a lot uh, obviously and there's a route that i run a lot of days um and i see some of the same people on that route every day and like you give that person a little head nod i don't know their name i don't know who they are but they're out there running and you had not, it's like, there's this like unspoken community of runners that like, you don't know their name, but like, you, like, I know there's this woman that I'm going to see at this exact spot every single time I'm running in this one route. And literally I do. It's like nuts. Yeah. Kind of, you know, just going back, I haven't, you know, I've, I was a, I was very much a runner in my couple of years ago, not so much now, but um, I know what you're talking about and almost gets you up and out to be like, well, that person can't see me a little bit further down, right? <laughs> they have to see me at that spot. They're going to think that I'm slower. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. But yeah, so there's many different reasons why people are running. And so it's not as if someone needs to one, think that you have to do a race r- right away, but you, you know, you started to go into some races as well. And, you know, it being something that's incredibly motivating, whether it's just signing up for one and doing it or signing up and finally telling someone you're going to do it. I would think also about the racing thing. Like, I don't think you have to race whatsoever. Like, that's fine. Um, That's totally cool. You don't have to, but if you're like afraid of running because whatever reason, yeah, I highly recommend going to central park on a Saturday or a Sunday if there's a race going on or wherever you live, finding a race that's going on and watching the race. Because you're going to watch this race and you're going to see that it doesn't matter your pace. It doesn't matter your level of fitness. It doesn't matter your physical, what you look like. There's every, there's everybody running. Like there is, there, you know, like it took me a, like, I have to be honest, like for years I didn't want to run because I was like, people like me don't run. Like that mm-hmm. just doesn't happen. Like, you know, um, and then I was, I was in line at an Apple store in Georgetown of all places looking for like to get a new iPhone or an iPad or whatever. It was like one of those things. And it was the Sunday of the Marine Corps marathon and I didn't mm. get the advice, but the Marine Corps marathon happened to go directly past the Apple store where I was waiting. And I stood and watched this race for a long time. And I slowly stood like the day after I signed up for the couch, 5k, I was like, wait a minute. 
that person can run and that person can run and that dude can run and I can do it. Yeah. Um, so if you're afraid of running for whatever reason, I think that that's a good way to get started or a good, like to a good place to shift your mindset. That's awesome. Yeah. Would you say that there are, um, well, tell me, you mentioned, you mentioned your club, right? Streets 101. You mentioned um, it's a Central Park Run Club. You mentioned that Central as Park a club, track club. Yeah. Track club. Uh, and there's just many, right? Yeah. And I, I could I could ask you where to find more, but I think that's good for right now. Um, but races, you mentioned New York Roadrunners. And so, you know, talking about people specifically in New York or maybe in people's, you know, in their local area who's ever listening, there likely is an organization that's putting on races and maybe more or less organized. And I would argue, I don't know, New York Roadrunners has just become a monster in the in the in the industry, right? Of yeah, running. I mean uh, a lot of people like uh like New York Roadrunners, a lot of people will, you know, give them shit or whatever. Or um but we are blessed in this city to have an organization like New York Roadrunners to put on these races. Um, yes, they have snafus and thing bumps in the road or what have you, but I've never, I've run races outside of New York city and I've never seen something more organized than your runners. Like the fact yeah. that they can move like some 50,000 people from all five boroughs into Staten Island and get them from Staten Island <laughs> yeah. to Central Park is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's a feat. Cause like, so in New York, there's New York Roadrunners. There's also NYC runs. They're fantastic too. They put on great races. Um, then there are all these other organizations that put on runs throughout the city. Queens Distance Runners puts on tons of races in Queens that are fantastic. Um, a lot of very communal feel. Um, and then there are other organizations that like, I can't name them all, but they're tons. Um, and then outside of New York, yeah, there's, there are organizations everywhere. I know that if you're listening and you're from Atlanta, the Atlanta Track Club puts on great races. The Peachtree Road Race is one of the favorite races of the year. Um, if you live anywhere near Washington, DC, the, uh, cherry blossom 10 miler, I believe it's in April. It's also a fantastic race. If you're anywhere near DC, but yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Personally, I think, cause I, I live in DC for some time too. I thought that was the best running city I've ever lived in. Um, oh, yeah. but, agree. uh, yeah, totally. Except, um, except for the heat and humidity in <laughs> where it is, you think the heat and humidity is bad here in New York. It is another level in DC. Same thing I say about DC. It's the sweatiest place I ever lived. And I've lived in South Carolina. I've obviously traveled to some places more south than that. It's the sweatiest place in the world I've ever lived. But the best running city, if you want to like wake up with the sun and like run during the sunrise past amazing monuments and so much history, it's like it is, you know, you were talking about races before. It's like you get those chills watching these people like accomplish this feat running like whatever distance and like the people all around, like everyone has this camaraderie and everyone's cheering yeah. for everyone. It's all a good feeling. You get these like goosebumps. Like that's how I felt every morning, like running. Like yeah. it was just, it was such a cool thing. But um, so, so what I'm hearing is that running is easy to get into. There's, you can get into it for whatever reason you really want to. There is a group, a club, if you don't want to run by yourself for anyone made up of all different kinds of people, 
those clubs can lead to you signing up for a race for, you know, and uh, these organizations, New York Roadrunners, if someone's down in Atlanta, you said Atlanta Roadrunners, maybe? Atlanta Track Club, yeah. Atlanta Track Club. Um, But there's these, these organizations that put on these races. So you basically, you know, you as an individual, or if you want to enter a club, then you move on and you end up um, signing up for a race within these organizations, and then you can run your race. And you were starting to get into some races too, that maybe were interesting. You mentioned one down in Atlanta. What are some races that you think people could sign up for that are interesting, that are fun, um, that they can look forward to right now? Yeah. So, uh, which you mentioned some already. I just, yeah, I heard you, but (laughs) yeah, no, no, of course, of course. Um, so I think my, uh, racing in New York city, any New York road runners race is a great place to start. And you don't have to be on a team to run a New York road runners race. Like you can sign up. It's you go to their website and you sign up. I think that is a good way, good way to do it. Um, I think a fun race, if you're in New York city and you're just getting into running and you're like, I want to run a first race, the, uh, the Saturday before the New York city marathon, which is the first Sunday in November, um, the New York road runners put on the, the dash to the finish 5k. It starts outside of the United nations. You run past grand central to like sixth Avenue. And then you take sixth Avenue up to the park and you finish the New York city marathon finish line. It is a fantastic, it is a fantastic event. You, if it's your first race, you're going to run your best time you've ever run at that race. Um, if you're a more seasoned runner, it might not be your best time because it's a, it's a crowded course or whatever, but, um, it's just a great first race in my opinion, um, because of like the sites and just like the overall excitement around the marathon is great. Um, other races that I really love, like I said, the Peachtree road race, it's July 4th in Atlanta. It's crazy hot and humid, crazy hilly, but it is a fun event. It's the largest 10 K in the country. Um, Cherry Blossom 10 miler in DC is fantastic. The Brooklyn half by New York road runners in, I guess it's like April, usually May, early May. I think it is also fantastic. Um, trying to think of other ones that I really love. It's a pretty Um, good list so far. Yeah. And I mean, I really do enjoy a good, like smaller community 5k. So like if you're living someplace, just like Google 5k's near me and you'll find something. Mm -hmm. Um, They're great. They're fun. Um, Yeah. I think there's, isn't, isn't there a website that kind of takes into account like all runs across the country? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there are, there are a bunch that do like, there are a bunch of different directories. Like if you Google 10k near me, 5k near me, you'll find them. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, like the best ones, but those are, those are like my favorites. Um, but like, yeah, a good community 5k is always, is always fun. Um, and I mean, it just passed, it was August, I think seventh or sixth. Uh, if you're in New York, the Brooklyn mile is a fantastic race in Brooklyn. It's hosted by Brooklyn running company. Um, and some other people, I don't know who else hosted it, but um, it's a one mile race down Kent Avenue. Um, and there are all different heats from like the, from like fast to from like super fast professionals to, you know, kids. It's a great race. It's one of my favorites. 
Got it. Yeah. No, yeah. So look, this this is great for anyone that is looking for that little bit of motivation just to get started. Someone who wants to get more active. They've been thinking about running, but how do I do it? It feels like it's overwhelming or it feels like it's not going to be inclusive enough. Right. So this is this is a wealth of information for people, um, even if they can just get, you know, motivated by it. So I think that's good. Um, I would uh, I want to be respectful of your time, but I wanted to make sure I ask one question, just nutrition related in terms of of what you see, what are you seeing any struggles with, uh, you know, any runners around you nutritionally? Like what, what's everyone doing where, like, what are the questions that they end up having? Do you end up hearing those? Yeah. So I, I'll speak for my own, my own biggest struggle. And I think you and I have talked about this a lot, Ryan. Um, like in order to run, you need to eat and you need to fuel your body and you need to like, you need to consume food. But like for me, like I've, I'm still on this like weight loss journey. So finding that balance is probably the hardest thing where you're like, I need to consume different things. I need to consume more carbohydrates because I'm running longer distances um, or things like that. So I think that that's probably one of the biggest struggles. And just like general hydration is also, I think, a big problem. It's a big problem for me personally, where like I've gotten much better where I wake up in the morning and I try to drink like an entire Nalgene of water in, in the first hour that I'm awake because I know that I'm not getting enough water throughout the day. Um, mm. you know, I go out and I run and I'll probably, you know, sweat out three to five pounds of water in a, in an hour run in this weather. And it's like, you know, that's a lot of water to lose. Um, and you just, if you're not hydrated, you can't run. Yeah. If, if you don't understand your sweat rate, if you don't understand like all that kind of stuff, it can make it that much harder for you. Right. And less exactly. enjoyable, especially if someone's just um, but, uh, yeah, Ruben, thank you so much for sharing all of that. It's, I, I really hope people listen to this and they hear, you know, how, again, how inclusive all this is, how they can get started so easily. You know, if there is someone who is wanting to be more competitive, you have that option for you too. But yeah, New York is a great running community. Uh, it's all. I really hope that we have people that um, can take this and um, <laughs> run with it. So yeah, and um, if you're if you're looking for a group to run with, uh, please check out my team, Streets One Hundred One. It's Streets One Hundred One NYC on Instagram and Streets One Hundred One Run as our website. And you guys reach out to me, I'm Ruben Ingber on Instagram and Twitter. So that's fine. nice. You just took care of me asking where can people find more about you again. So that's perfect. No problem. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else? That that you would add at this point? You feel like you hit on everything? Uh, no, the only thing I'd add is like, if you want to try to run, just do it. Because any trust me when I say anybody can do it. <laughs> nice, man. It's a great way to end it. Uh, well, Ruben, I so appreciate you. Uh, say hi to your family for me. And, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. All right, cool. Okay, cool. See ya. See ya.